985-893-3119. Locally owned and operated, our expert crews will install American-made and locally sourced hurricane-rated shutters with the styles and colors you want. Wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, Colonial, Bahamas with operable louvers, hurricane roll-downs, accordions, and Lexan panels. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Call Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119 for a free estimate or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. For the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Thanks so much for being there. Don't forget so many ways to catch our program now. We are so blessed, I tell you. Uh, iHeartRadio app, uh, TuneIn Radio app. I love my music there. I don't know what happened there. Uh, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com. The music usually goes all the way through. I don't know what happened there. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. 
uh, Apple, Spotify uh, is our home base for on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show uh, with Eric Asher, and you'll find it fairly easily. And, of course, um, don't forget also about our social media platforms, at Eric on Squash on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. All right, a lot to get into today. Saints started their uh, mini camp, three days of, a, uh, of what you're going to get as close to training camp type practices as we've seen so far uh, with this group. Uh, we're going to have Richie Mills of uh, WGNO Channel 26 Sports and Les East of CrestedCitySports.com joining us on the program to get their take on um, on Saints minicamp. Denver Nuggets are the NBA champions, um, and, uh, of course, they they beat Miami in five games. Um, and uh, it was a uh, quite a celebration in Denver, and, and, and why not? Um, first title for the Denver Nuggets, ABA or NBA. Um, they got close back in 1976 before the merger. Uh, I think they lost to the Nets back then. Um, they were patient with their big with, with, with their um, their big two, uh, Murray and Jokic, Jokic uh, and um, and also their coach Malone, and it paid off. It paid off. Um, so we'll talk about that as we go forward on the program today. I'm going to talk about also talk about blight in the city today as well, especially with what we've been seeing now with again the uh, situation with the naval uh, the old naval base down in the Bywater. Again, falling into blight. The Plaza Tower, once again, the gem of the skyline here in the city of New Orleans, falling into blight. Uh, the Lindy Boggs uh, Old Hospital, the Old Mercy Hospital site in Mid-City, falling into blight since Katrina. And then, of course, the Six Flags site out in New Orleans East, also again blighted. And there's a common denominator there, ladies and gentlemen. And the common denominator is developers that are waiting on, again, federal funding to be able to finance their projects. Okay? Not going out into the private sector and using, again, their collateral, their company, their riches, whatever they have, you know, like you and I would have to do if we were going to get a project off the ground, but waiting on federal money or city money or state money to finance their project. And, of course, what it does to our neighborhoods when you talk about that, that type of, uh, of sprawling blight, not to mention the blight that we have here in the city that, that again, is now, what, 19 years old in some cases because of the approaching anniversary of Katrina, right? We'll get into that as well. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about Scoot Henderson. And uh, we talked about that yesterday in the, in the uh, 5 o'clock hour. We'll get back into that. For those of you that have, been, that have not been paying attention, uh, the rumors are abounding. Uh, Sham Sharania, uh, of, uh, again, is one of the top NBA correspondents out there. Uh, him along with Woj, when, when they're usually breaking a story, you know that, again, they've got great contacts. And he is saying that the Pelicans are very, very interested. They want Scoot Henderson who is expected to be the second or third overall pick in this uh, next week's NBA draft, either with Charlotte or Portland. We talked about it extensively yesterday. Charlotte doesn't look like maybe that's the spot because, you know, they, they've got LaMelo Ball, and Scoot is, is, a, is a point guard coming from the Ignite uh, team in the G League. Um, and, you know, how this may end up working with, with, the, uh, with, with the Pelicans, if it can work, and, and, and who is going to be the person or, or, or persons players are players that are going to be traded because you again as i mentioned before yesterday again the contracts have to match i do not think that neither charlotte maybe portland might bite on it but more than likely charlotte 
will again take a package of again a bunch of picks. Okay, future picks, and I've got all the picks for the Pels here in front of me, and I'm going to let you know what, what, what they have available to be able to trade as well. We'll get into that in the program. All that coming up here on Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, man, we are in the dog days of summer. We're going to be, again, uh, in the hottest temperatures that we've had this year so far over the next week. And the last thing you need for your health, okay, I'm not just talking about for comfort, for your health, is to have your air conditioning go down. If your air conditioning is not cooling, if you have an issue, please call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. First of all, you have the peace of mind of knowing that you can trust Burkhardt. They're not sending out their NATE certified technician to your home to gouge your chicha. They're not trying to be able to, again, come up with a part that needs to be, again, replaced that doesn't need to be replaced. They're not, they're not again, spitballing this. They are experts when it comes to your air conditioning systems so again call them get them to come out they'll take care of you they're not going to they're not going to cheat you they're going to gouge you they're going to do only the work that's necessary and then if you are in need, need of a new system Burkhardt has again uh, the authorization to sell some of the top brands in the industry uh, again Burkhardt air conditioning and heating acpromise.com that's acpromise.com all right um, I, I want to jump into Scoot Henderson because those rumors are heating up look it wasn't so long ago when David Griffin was in love with Zion right Okay, now it seems like the object of his basketball affection is Scoot Henderson. Okay, expected to be the second or third overall pick in next week's NBA draft. Uh, it was not so long ago when we were told that Zion was going to be the face of the franchise, and then he had this great support system with his parents who raised him right. He had the work ethic and the talent that was going to make him the next face of the NBA. He was the next LeBron James, right? So I asked the question. Why should I trust David Griffin now that Scoot is the next great point guard in the NBA? That, that, that somehow this 19-year-old is going to be more mature than the last few under-20-year-old draft picks that the Pelicans have chosen. I think it's a legitimate question. I mean, you're, you're counting on David Griffin to gauge the maturity of these young players, and I've talked about it before. Look, I'm not trying to stop anyone from making their money, okay? Millions. Um, now with the NIL in college, is kind of a moot point. The ability to go to the G League if you want to be able to get paid. But there is something to be said for the maturity of an individual that, is, that comes into that money and the ability to be able to, again, deal with it. And to deal with your craft as well, to do your job. The NBA allowing 19-year-olds to come into the draft, in a lot of cases, again, you have to wait for those players to grow up. And I've said it before. Sometimes it's the, it's the second team, right? Sometimes if you're not patient and you let a player go because of the lack of maturity, they mature with the second team, and then maybe, they again, the, that talent comes to fruition. It's a crapshoot. The draft is a crapshoot, especially when you're drafting kids to play a man's game making millions. It is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is what it is. Now, I'm just going by what I've seen. The Pelicans have shown they cannot control or teach their young players how to be pros. So my question would be, if I'm Gail Benson, if I'm Mickey Loomis, and I'm in the, sitting in the room with David Griffin as he is proposing a trade, again, to either, to either Charlotte or, or the Blazers with either, again, the war chest of, of, of number one picks that the Pelicans have, or again, a player on this team, or players. If you haven't been able to control 
or teach the young player on how to be pro pros, why take a chance on another 19-year-old? I think it's a legitimate question. Because we're also counting on them to, again, to be the father figure, to be the big brother, to be, again, uh, the mentor of these young players when they come into the league. Now, you can't make them, especially when they're making millions and they realize I'm an NBA player and I got all the power and this and that. I get it. But it has to be a legitimate question when you're, when you're sitting down ready to, again, throw millions at another 19-year-old. When the 19-year-old the, the, the that, that is now 23 has not done anything for you. And up to this point, it's been a bust. Zion Williamson, as of right now, is a bust. Looked great last year in the short time that he played. Hasn't played a playoff game for this team. Has appeared in 114 games, 114 of 318 games as a pro. Now, there's also another key to this. The Charlotte of Portland, who hold the number two and number three selections in this draft, do they want? Do they do they want to? What do they want? Pardon me for the rights to Scoot Henderson. And then another legitimate question. Are the Pelicans and David Griffin done with Zion? I mean, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to, right? Are they done with Zion? Are they done with all the baggage? And I'm not talking about baggage that, that again, that we've seen within the last few weeks. I'm talking about the baggage that he's been, that's happened since he's the first overall pick in the draft. Again, 114 games appeared in uh, out of 318 possible games. Uh, a player that seems more interested in porn straws, strippers, and having a good time eating himself out of New Orleans than doing the work necessary to stay in shape and expand his game. And I mean expand his game past driving to the basket for a dunk or a layup. Talked about this for the last few years. What is he doing in the offseason to, again, develop a jump shot, develop a mid-range, develop a three-point shot, develop another, a few other post moves, okay? What is he doing to, again, develop his defense, okay, how he plays defense? You know, again, that is, I've said it before, defensive rebound, effort, energy, want to. Kid's lazy. Sorry, I'm saying it. He's lazy. Look at it. Make no mistake, the Pelicans and David Griffin know what they have in Zion. They know his work ethic or that lack thereof. They know his immaturity, his professionalism or lack thereof. So they know this kid by now. They know who he is. Now they maybe know who they hope he can be. But they know who he is. Are they tired of, again, the, the, the family, the drama that is Zion? That's the question here. Because... This was supposed to be a generational player. This was supposed to be the next LeBron James. This guy was supposed to be the guy that was going to, going to be the next face of the NBA. And again, you're in now into his first year of his max deal, and you're thinking, at least again, according to DeShams, to right, of moving him for the second overall pick. Another unproven pick. Another 19-year-old. Now, I said this as we opened up the show. There's an example of not giving up on your young core, the world champion Denver Nuggets. They didn't give up on the Joker. They didn't give up on Murray when he had his injuries early. Uh, they didn't give up on Malone, the coach. Okay, they could have done that as well. Instead, they were patient. Kroenke was patient. Now, every situation is different. Can Zion be the general generational player 
that he was touted to be. And that, that's, that's the biggest question here. Or is he a ticking time bomb? Waiting to push his way out of New Orleans like we saw with Baron Davis. We saw with Chris Paul. We saw with Anthony Davis. Get the second contract. Play a year or so. And then, I'm not happy. I want to be moved. And then what does the organization do? They panic. Right? They panic. If that's the case, and if David Griffin and the organization has sat down and said, look, this is a ticking time bomb. He's not going to mature here. We're not going to get the best out of Zion Williamson. There are too many distractions. Yes, we thought his family was going to be able to control him, but it's pretty obvious that's not happening. Okay? If you're hanging out, with, if you're hanging out in strip clubs, if you're getting strippers impregnated, and if you're, you're hanging out with porn stars instead of, again, getting your ass in shape to stay on the court to play the game that you're getting paid millions to play, you are a ticking time bomb. I don't want to hear what he says. I want to see what he does. I love New Orleans. I want to be in New Orleans. Dude, you played 114 games out of 318 possible. You've never touched the floor in a playoff game or a play-in tournament. I mean, come on. I mean, if that's the case, you move him now. You get the max you can for him. But if there's a chance that the -the off-the-court embarrassment this social media war between the impregnated stripper and the porn star, right? Will get his attention for the first time. Will focus him on basketball. Get him in shape. Fulfilling his potential. What are you doing then? Do, do you wait a year? Now, there might not be another Scoot Henderson coming out, but do you wait a year and say, I got to give at least one more year? The last thing the city of New Orleans needs, basketball fans in New Orleans need, is to send Zion to Charlotte and have become the player he was supposed to be, right? And I keep saying Zion, and, and, and I know people are saying, what about Brandon Ingram? Well, let me say this. Did you see the Twitter picture last night of Willie Green at the NBA Finals? Did you see who was with him? Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones. No Zion once again. This happened a few years ago, right? NBA Finals. Who's next to him? Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Brandon Ingram. It's a theme here. I also believe that Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Murphy are probably the untouchables on this team, man, where Zion was was once. Could C.J. McCollum be part of a deal this offseason, along with maybe Valanchunas? Maybe. But I'll say this right now, the Pelicans should be adding adults to the locker room, not subtracting leaders. I mean, is it possible for the Hornets or Blazers to maybe have an interest in a Dyson Daniels or a Kyra Lewis along with the 14th overall pick? I mean, there's a host of first-round picks, and I'll get into that a little bit later. The Pels have stashed. Remember, there's the L.A. pick that, that, that's left. That again, you have the pick swap. You have multiple first-round picks from Milwaukee and the pick swap. You have your own first-round picks. I mean, there's a lot of first-round picks that, again, you can pass off to, um, uh, to a trade partner. question is, again, are they going to want that host of first-round picks the Pels have stashed? Are they going to want a star for the picks? And that leads us back to Zion, okay? Is it time to move on? Has the organization had enough of his drama on and off the court? That's going to be the defining factor on this trade. It's going to be the defining factor of this trade has legs or not. Period at the end. Oh, and also, again, let's face it. The Hornets and Blazers, they got to be willing to take on the Zion Zoo. 
right? They got to be willing to take on his five-year, $230 million max deal on the possibility that he is still going to be a bust, that he's still going to be hanging out with the strippers. He's still going to be, again, uh, going to be going to be having his attention off the court. He's still going to be eating himself out the league, and he's going to be often injured. See, they got to also talk to their fan base, and they, gotta also, uh, I mean, they also have to report to their fan base. They also have to talk to uh, the, the GM has to talk to their owner. It's enticing. I mean, it, it was enticing when, when, when Zion was, was the first overall pick. But he's done nothing in the league. We saw glimpses of brilliance. Most of it, absolute garbage. So it's a legitimate question, ladies and gentlemen. It's a legitimate question. Pels have the fodder. They have their own pick this year, um, which is 14th overall. They have the 2024 Los Angeles Lakers first-round pick. They have the 2024 Milwaukee Bucks first-round pick. They have their own first-round pick in 2024. In 2025, they have their own first-round pick. They also have Milwaukee's first-round pick. Uh, In 2026, they have Milwaukee's first-round pick and their own pick. In 2027, they have Milwaukee's first-round pick and their own pick. In 2028 and 2029, they have their own first-round pick. Now, there are some pick swaps involved in that. Outgoing picks, their second-round pick goes to Atlanta this year. In 2024, their second-round pick goes to um, San Antonio, but they have uh, rights to swap. In 2025, their second-round pick goes to Memphis. In 2026, their their second-round pick goes to either Detroit or San Antonio. In 2027, it goes to Charlotte or Portland. In 2028, it goes to San Antonio. In 2029, it goes to to San Antonio. So the Pels have the first-round picks. They have a plethora of first-round picks to trade if somebody wants to bite on those first-round picks. But they're not just going to bite on the first-round picks, ladies and gentlemen, for the second, third, or third overall pick. Unless maybe you're the Blazers and you are in total rebuild mode, like Oklahoma City, where you're stockpiling draft picks. And you say, okay, Miller goes to Charlotte at two. The, the Blazers are sitting there. They're ready, they're ready to trade Dame, Okay. Uh, they're going to be looking for either players or, or, or picks for Dame. And then, and, and then in, instead of going with Scoot at that point, they're willing to be able to take on Zion or, again, a plethora of picks. Maybe, maybe not. It all comes down to one thing. David Griffin, when he's sitting in front of Mrs. Benson and, and Mickey Loomis, and he's telling them this Scoot Henderson is going to be the next great playmaker in the of the NBA, and the, 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 the question back at him has to be, well, we thought that was going to be Zion as well. What's the difference between the 19-year-old Henderson and the then 19-year-old Zion that is now a 23-year-old bust? Unless things change over the next five years, where he's got a max deal averaging $35 million a year. So is it likely that this deal happens? I'm going to say no, it's not. Because, again, the other general manager and the, and the other owners, they may love the potential of Zion Williamson, but they're not going to like the price tag of $230 million plus for a guy that could be the greatest player that the, that the game has ever seen or could be the biggest bust that the game has ever seen. And how do you, again, convince those teams to take him on with everything that has happened, 114 games played, 
in his career, never touched the floor in a playoff or play-in game. And a guy that's got some maturity problems. We all grow up at different times, folks. We all do. We all grow up at different times. And the one thing that we were, were told was the support system. Zion's family's here. He's got a strong support system. A strong support system didn't stop the, uh, the strip clubs and, 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 and the impregnating of the stripper and, and, and the, and the uh, alleged liaisons with the, um, with, with, the, with the porn star. It didn't keep him again from eating himself out of this, out of this, uh, this season again. Once again, getting injured and then falling out of shape. Not able to be able to come back and to help his team. Are we to hold on to the glimpse of what we saw of, again, superstardom for about a month in last season in the hopes that that could be Zion for the rest of his career here in New Orleans? Are they at this point willing to cut bait and say, you know what, it's not worth the chance? And then have to give up assets to do it. Not giving up just Zion, but giving him assets. Remember, as I said before, as we get ready to break, The money has to be the same on, on a trade in the NBA. And when you look at Charlotte, they don't have a lot to be able to, to, be able to, to, to send back. They just don't. Gordon Hayward is going to be the guy. He's on a one-year, $31 million expiring contract. I mean, that, that seems the most logical. They want to get rid of him. They want to get rid of the pay. It's almost, again, exact in terms of, again, how much it's going to cost um, uh, the Pelicans to be able to uh, ship um, Zion off. And maybe that's the deal. I guess I mentioned yesterday, maybe it's Terry Rozier. You know, again, a, uh, a guy that's got two years left on his deal uh, with, with a team option on the third, averaging about $24 million a year. And then you have to add another player in there. We shall see. I get it. He's from that area, Zion, but so is Brandon Ingram. I don't think everyone's going anywhere. The question is, do you hold here, try to make the deal for your draft picks, and maybe, again, a few players on your team named Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Zion, and Brandon Ingram? Or do you move off of Zion and say, you know what, experiment failed? That's the question we'll find out over the next week. As uh, next week, the NBA draft commences. Pelicans currently hold the 14th overall pick. As I mentioned, a plethora of first-round picks over the next few years from both the Los Angeles Lakers and the Milwaukee Bucks, as well as their own. The question is, will Charlotte or, or Portland bite? And I can tell you right now, I do not know. Because if I'm the general manager sitting in one of those, uh, one of those uh, uh, facilities, and, and i got to ponder whether I want to take on Zion and all the baggage... And that big-time contract, I'm going to think twice. I'm going to think twice. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Uh, look, it's time for an insurance checkup. Uh, look, it's, it's hurricane season. If you have not gotten uh, out, of the, uh, out of the state plan, 
uh, and you're looking for an insurance company that, again, in the private sector that can help you, my friend Dave Miet can, can steer you in the right direction. Um, again, uh, locally owned and operated, independent insurance agent can, can search over 50 companies for the best coverage for the best price, whether you're a contractor, professional, business owner, property owner, whether, again, you're just a regular Joe or Jane, whether you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, commercial property, automobile coverage for commercial business customers, or, again, you're looking for uh, insurance for your home, your, your car, or life insurance. My friend Dave Miet can handle it for you. 504-556-0809. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com is the website. If you want to save, call Dave. They've been doing it since 1958, serving the entire metropolitan area. That's East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and the River Parishes, where, where the uh, company was born. If you're, again, a, uh, a, either a contractor, a business owner, or a property owner, and you're looking for somebody that's got your back when it comes to insurance, go with, go with my company. Go with the company that I've got. That's, again, Dave Miet Insurance, 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Richie Mills of WGNO-TV Sports is next. Don't move. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Raid Light Trap. Summit Racing wants you to gear up your truck or Jeep for your next off-road camping adventure. With millions of parts in stock, you'll find off-road and outdoor essentials so you can camp confidently and comfortably. SummitRacing.com, everything you need for anything you drive. All right, good afternoon. Let's check back in with your traffic. Well, as we move, sliding through Central City, South Claiborne Ave at 2nd Street. Watch out for an earlier accident. Also, making our way Crescent City Connection going eastbound between Terry Parkway and moving towards Louisiana 428. We have stop and go traffic in that area. Also, making our way Interstate 10, going eastbound at Downman Road. We had an earlier stalled vehicle, which is now cleared, but you may still see some stop and go traffic in that area. With Traffic, I'm Jones for the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. Ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
sports beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports beat pub and cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. At Brickard Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. Hey, folks, I'll make it real easy for you. Um, if your car's in warranty, you're bringing your car to the dealership, right? If your car's out of warranty, you got to find a mechanic shop you can trust. All right? And, and look, maybe you have one. If you don't, try mine. Southern Tire has been around since 1972. The Piazza family's had 51 years of experience in taking care of, of, um, of um, cars, trucks, automobiles, you name it. Uh, in, in New Orleans, uh, they un- they understand again the the changes that we've seen in, in in on the car and and truck landscape with everything going more computerized. So again, Tony Piazza went out years ago and made the made the in- investment in the diagnostic equipment necessary to be able to be able to again uh, repair and and again keep the uh, keep cars on the road. He has the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. I mean, I'm talking about all the major brands. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches is something that will fit everyone's budget. Maybe you're in charge of a fleet account for your home, for your business. Maybe, again, your you're, 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 uh, vehicle's out of warranty. you got to be looking for that shop you can trust. I have trusted Southern Tire for years. Uh, the Piazza family is on site. Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter, Jen, his wife, all on site every day. Those ASC certified technicians have been with Southern Tire in some cases for decades. And, of course, they're not the type of shop that says, park your car, we'll see you in a few days, and we'll get it back to you. They want to get your car in and out because they know you need it on the road. They have Saturday service for you from 8 to 3 because they know you're working during the week. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. And, of course, easy to get to at Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Again, check them out at southerntire.com or give them a call at 504-737-1558. If you're looking for a place you can trust your vehicle, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. And remember, financing is available. That's owned by Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. All right. Um. Richie Mills joins us now from Channel Six, uh, Channel Twenty Six, WGNO TV uh, Sports. Does a great job o- over at Channel Twenty Six. He's the weekend anchor. Uh, they have some great programming over at Channel Twenty Six as well that he's a part of, and um, he's been part of our TV show, a radio show, re- regular guest. Always enjoy having him. Uh, great insight, great information, and he joins us now on the program. Richie, how are you, buddy? Uh, good. Thank you for having me. I always love being on the show. I always love having you. Before we get started, tell the folks about uh, Channel 26, the great programming you guys have, uh, how folks can uh, can check it all out. 
Well, you can catch us weeknights, Monday through Friday at 6 and 10 o'clock. You can catch me on weekends, Saturdays at 6 and 10, Sundays at 5 and 10. And we have the WGNO Sports Zone, which is Friday nights, 10.30 p.m. on NOLA 38, the CW. We cover everything, especially this time of the year. Uh, when many people think sports might be winding down a little bit, uh, this is kind of our ramp-up period. So it's still a lot, a lot of good stuff we feature on our shows. And really good shows as well. And really good shows as well. Um, I want to start with Scoot Henderson because I've been talking about him over the last two days and the possibility of Zion being traded. Uh, I'm sure you've been watching and and what Shams had to say. uh, You've covered this team now for a while. We know about the off off the court stuff that's going on. Like I've said, I'm, and I'm on the record of saying on this program, uh, Richie, that if the Saints went after Deshaun Watson as the face of their franchise, and with all the baggage that he had, uh, they're they're not worried about the Zion baggage with again the uh, the, the the impregnated stripper and 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 the porn star and all, all those shenanigans that are going on on social media. Do they like it? No, but I mean that's not the reason why they would move him. If they would move him, it's because they they, they have gotten to the point where again they're finished. They don't believe that he's going to keep himself in shape. Uh, they don't believe he's going to reach his potential. And they're, and they're tired of, again, the circus that is Zion Williamson. With that said, uh, he's uh, 23 years old now, I believe. The, the Scoot Henderson is 19. That's another young player that maybe you're, you're going to try to be able to bring into the fold. He could be a once-in-a-generational player. So is Zion. What do you think is cooking behind the scenes right now between the Pelicans and, and Zion or, again, a possible move to, again, the, uh, the, the Charlotte Hornets or, or the uh, Portland Trailblazers? So just from an outsider's perspective, I can see where there could be some frustration uh, from the Pelicans. I mean, you, get, you have a player that you've really put so much stock into. You've invested so much time and so much energy and so much headache uh, towards trying to get him back on the court, trying to consistently keep him on the court. And on top of not being available, uh, this also drama comes out on social media, which, again, once it hits these platforms, it'll, uh, it'll never die. So I can see there being some frustration on that part. This would be a good opportunity to move on from him. Uh, but I, I really just I don't, I don't like it. Uh, and I, I say that because nothing against Scoot Henderson. I mean, he's probably one of the most explosive point guards we've seen come out of the come in the NBA draft in recent years, a Russell Westbrook comparison. The Pelicans really don't have a true starting point guard. So I think this would kind of supply them with that. But I just don't think there's a fit, especially if you're going to unload someone like Zion Williamson. You still have to replace him and himself. Now, I know they're deep. Uh, they, they've got a lot of weapons at their disposal. But I just, I, as far as fit goes, I just don't see it. They've shown they can win with Zion. They've shown they can win without Zion. And then it's also a matter of what would Charlotte want for that second pick? Do you really want to part ways with maybe a Herb Jones, a Trey Murphy the third, who I think is still ascending as a star shooting guard in this league? So I just think that the, the price to pay for this movement uh, just wouldn't be worth the end result. Now, if this was Victor Wembanyama, then, yeah, you absolutely ship <laughs> – you ship them off in a heartbeat, but I just I don't like the fit. I don't like the reports. I don't even like them mentioning Brandon Ingram. I, he's mm-hmm. the clear cut leader of this team, and I just I don't like anything about this. Sure, Scoot Henderson is a great player. If there was no Wimbenyama, Scoot Henderson's the number one pick in this draft. But unfortunately, he's not. Therefore, mm-hmm. if you're not going to go for the uh, I guess franchise altering talent that sits at number one in this draft class, then I just think you need to stay away from it. David Griffin fell in love with Zion. 
David Griffin told everybody about his great support system. You know, the family, everything else, and again, why he was going to be in the next generational player in the NBA. That hasn't happened yet. I mean, we saw a glimpse last year. Other than that, we've seen really nothing. He's been a bust. Um, now he wants to. Now again, is he trying to convince the organization that Scoot Henderson is the next great generational player? And if you're Loomis and Mrs. Benson, are you buying what he's selling? No. Uh, I mean, it, it, it all makes this difficult because, because, again, you have someone that's only played 114 games in four years. I mean, the, the distractions are starting to outweigh, I guess, what his availability's been in recent years. So it's easier to focus on that instead of production on the court because you really haven't seen much of it recently. Uh, so I, I, I honestly, I don't see this being the move. But if it is one, it's understandably so because of everything that's happened off the court in the last month or so. So you uh, next week draft comes up. You don't think they'll be, you know, holding up the draft and saying, uh, you know, again, there's a trade and uh, and and that uh, uh, we'll see a big blockbuster move with with Zion. I do not. First of all, I do not think that Brandon Ingram is going to be involved in any trade. Nor do I think Herb Jones or, or or Trey Murphy. I think those are the guys, the players that are off limits. I could see Valanciunas. I see Jay McCollum. I could see uh, Zion. I don't see those three uh, being involved in any type of trade. And I, th- I think we saw the picture last night, right? Uh, Bi and, and Herb next to next to Willie Green at the um, NBA Finals. Um, I, I think that. You know, the more than likely, if there is a move, it's going to be Zion and maybe one of the veterans. But when you look at the, the salaries, look, you're going to have to probably take a Gordon Haywood back, right? Uh, right. And and adding adding anything else to that to me, other than maybe future first round picks, would be would be foolish on the part of David Griffin. Right, and that's what in, in this case, if you're going to throw picks, if you're going to throw top tier players, I think you need to go after a veteran, not so much a number two pick in the draft and. I know on our programming a couple months ago, I even said, you know, I don't want to trade Zion, but at the same time, if I'm going to, or if I'm going to package players with picks, I'm calling teams like Philly, who have a proven big like Joel Embiid. I'm calling teams that have proven bets. I'm not so much going to take a chance on the possibility that a number two pick in the draft is going to be the next big thing in the NBA, but you kind of need to get guaranteed bang for your buck that, you know, you really haven't had in recent years with your stars. Is this, could this be a move where Griffin sees the future here and he sees what we've seen in the past with Baron Davis and Chris Paul and Anthony Davis pushing their way out after their, uh, after their max contract of a year or so and maybe getting ahead of the game and maybe that's why, again, he has stars in his eyes for Scoot Henderson? I think so, uh, but I don't. I don't really know that frustrations have boiled over that much because I feel like uh, with Anthony Davis, it was more, I guess, maybe roster moves. Uh, this, I mean, they've had his back from jump. They've had Zion Williamson's back from jump. They've supported him in every term, and it just kind of feels like he's not going behind their back, but he's not really doing anything to show them love back, especially with all of these distractions that we've seen. So if this is a move right now to sort of avoid the inevitable uh, I just feel like you need to make it at an opportune time. And, it, and look, if they feel like Scoot Henderson is their guy and it's going to fit and they can move all the right pieces, retain a bet in the move, then by all means go ahead and do it. Because, again, 114 games in four years just isn't going right. to cut it, especially from a guy you just extended, what, last summer? Mm-hmm. How, how does, and here's the other part that I talked about in my monologue. How does the general manager of either Charlotte or Portland sell it to their ownership? 
We're going to take on the guy with 114 games in four years, and oh, by the way, he's making a max deal of 230. And that's where I come in saying, you know, Herb Jones, uh, Trey Murphy, you know, what's their asking price going to be? Because, I mean, they're, they're not off social media. They're not living in a cave right now. They see everything mm-hmm. that's going on. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, you get to bring them somewhat back home, but at the same time, they're going to talk to the Pelicans in the sense that, you know, yeah, you're trying to dump this guy onto us, but we also seen what's been going on around him. So that's why I think the asking price just becomes too much at that point. And that's why I think that their eyes and attention should shift to a proven veteran uh, less than maybe a number two overall pick. I just don't like the move in itself uh, from a fit perspective, from for messing up any chemistry there might be, but I understand why they would make it. There you go. Richie Mills with us, uh, WGNO Channel 26 Sports. Richie, let's talk LSU. We know now, again, that LSU will take on Tennessee. Uh, that'll be Saturday, 6 o'clock on, on ESPN. Uh, yesterday they had LSU in, in bracket one. Today it's bracket two. Uh, they're along with Wake Forest, Stanford, uh, Tennessee. Uh, bracket one includes uh, uh, Florida, Virginia, uh, TCU, and Oral Roberts. Um, Talk about LSU. Talk about, first of all, before we get into to Omaha, talk about the, and we talked about it extensively yesterday, the end of the season where the sky was falling and the SEC season, uh, how things have turned around over, again, the Baton Rouge and, and the Super Regional, that this team, it looks like it's playing like, again, we thought it was going to all season long. Uh, you know, they found their, their pitching, they found their bullpen, they found their hitting. Uh, and, of course, they seem to be poised for, again, a, a run at a title in a very, very tough bracket and a tough, uh, <laughs> uh, again, overall uh, uh, other seven teams in the College World Series. Give me, give me your synopsis. So what I love about them right now is it seems like their, their hitting lineup and rotation is set. I mean, you have a guy like Jared Jones coming off the bench. That's 14 home runs, 45 RBIs. And you're going to stick him at the bottom of the lineup where we've seen guys like Cade Beloso, Hayden Travinsky, Gavin Dugas. They produce at the bottom of the line. So one through nine is a problem when you face this lineup. As far as their pitching rotation goes, I know when we spoke a few weeks ago about the SEC tournament, the expectations, those were repetitions you wanted those guys to have because, again, Power five conference tournament titles kind of seem like consolation prizes in a sense nowadays. So really all you wanted out of them was the repetition in a postseason environment, a lot on the line. But again, if you lose, you get knocked out. It's an experience you can grow from. So I think you started to see the pitching rotation sort of take its form. I mean, you got Paul Skeens as your one, Ty Floyd, your two, maybe Thatcher Hurt as your three. You have a Penn and Riley Cooper who's played well all season long, uh, given the circumstances. Gavin Gidry sort of established himself as a closer. So I like where they're at right now because, again, you saw great tests against Oregon State. Of course, they played Tulane. But in the Super Regional against Kentucky, I mean, it just kind of it feels like they're playing complementary baseball right now. And towards the end of the year when the sky was falling, you didn't see much of it because, again, they were trying to figure it out. So especially when I see that they're matched up with Tennessee and Omaha, I mean, the last time they played them, late March, early April, uh, you had guys in your lineup like Ben Napolt, Paxton Kling, Brady Neal, Alex Malazzo. But now you have the Braden Joe Bears of the world. You have all of them that have just made this lineup even more dangerous than what it is right now. I mean, they had 14 in the regional and super regional. They had 14 home runs. They had 68 total hits, 48 runs scored, and that was just five games. 
And then on top of that, the pitching rotation has played well enough for this team to, to not only win, but win big when they've needed to against quality opponents. So I think they're just playing their best ball right now. And I love the fact that they're matched up with Tennessee because, again, it's, it's a question of you're going to throw Skeen's game one, you're going to save him because Wake Forest is in your bracket. Uh, it, there, there's so many pieces they can move around and it not affect them too much. Rich, you had a minute or so left. Chances of LSU bringing back the uh, national title? I think they're high, but I think Wake Forest is, I mean, that's a, that's a beast of a program. When you can add guys like Bennett Lee, who was at Tulane, maybe their best hitter last year, and he's batting seventh, eighth in your lineup, and then Michael Massey, who was Tulane, one of their top pitchers last year, and he barely scratches the rotation. That just speaks to the talent they had. They hit nine home runs in their elimination win over Alabama. So I think the chances are good, but it's going to be a tough road. I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, LSU and Florida going at it for a national championship. But, again, the road there is going to be a tough one. Yep, no doubt. Richie, thanks for the time today. Always appreciate your, uh, um, your, your commentary. Tell folks about uh, all the great programming over at Channel 26 and how they can follow you on social media. So, again, Monday through Friday, weeknights at 6 and 10. You can catch me on weekends, Saturdays at 6 and 10, Sundays at 5 and 10. We have the WGNO Sports Zone Friday nights, 10.30 p.m. on NOLA 38, the CW. You can follow me on Twitter at Richie Mills, uh, and we also post everything on our website, WGNO.com. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate the time, as always. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having me. Always. Thanks again, Richie. Richie. Richie Mills, Channel 26 Sports. All right, don't forget about Burkhart. Generators, okay? I mean, look. Uh, power outage in my neighborhood earlier today. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, you know, not, not a cloud in the sky, and, and the power's going out, okay? Uh, not, not for me, but again, for, for other people in the neighborhood. Uh, at Burkhart, they're the experts when it comes to generator sales and service. First of all, Jason Burkhart is in charge of the division. He will come out to your home or business, sit down with you, do a consultation. What does that mean? He's going to educate you on your options for a Generac generator. Once you guys come to an agreement, then you figure out whether you want to uh, you want to finance it over time, you want to pay that note up, up front. Uh, they'll give you, a again, a new install, new install quality check after one month to do everything they install. You'll get a single-day install once you come to an agreement on the calendar. Uh, that, that will entail, again, Burkhardt handling everything for you. Um, generator team handles everything. Planning, permits, inspections, you name it, they're on it. Then they have, again, a warehouse fully stock with all the parts you need. They offer 24-7, 365 emergency service, and then a maintenance service also to maintain that generator for you. It literally is a one-stop shop for all your generator sales and service Nevis needs. So, again, if you're looking for a company you can trust, it's going to be there before and after the sale that will, again, that has the expertise to know where to put that generator so it will safely operate so your, your family is not at risk and then of course uh, there for you before and after the sale it's Burkhart that's acpromise.com that's acpromise.com I'll just tell you right now it is one of the best investments I've ever made in my home ever okay because again I never worry about the power going on as I mentioned before if we want to evacuate for the next hurricane I know that again I'm not losing all the food in my freezer and my refrigerator because my generator is going to keep the power on I can come back quicker we even when again the rest of the of, of the uh, of the parish may be out and then of course if I want to stay I know I have power Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating that's acpromise.com that's acpromise.com get your generator today we'll be right back
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service, independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to rapidurgentcare.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Nacho fries just got even better with steak chili verde fries. These fries are packed with grilled steak and covered in spicy verde sauce with kicks of jalapeno and lime. Try them first, only at Taco Bell. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Good afternoon. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we move Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard at South Claiborne Ave, watch out for an accident. Also, making our way Interstate 10 going westbound from North Claiborne and making our way towards the 1090 split. Claiborne flyover. Look out for stop and go traffic affecting that area. Also, making our way Elysian Fields in both directions between North Claiborne and Gentilly. Look out. We are working with construction in that area with traffic I'm Jones. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
Hey, I want to thank Richie Mills for joining us. Les East of Crest City Sports. Uh, Crest City Sports will join us at um, 5.35 today. And, of course, as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in to the program. We'll take a quick break. We come back. I'm going to talk a bit about the Saints. We'll talk about LSU. And also we'll talk about Blight in New Orleans. All coming up in the next segment. My name is Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stick around, won't you? Join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com. Also, uh, you can check us out at um, EricAsher.com. Uh, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find that really easily. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it's going to feature the guy that comes on after me tonight, Jude Young, from All Access, voice of UNO basketball. Also, Jude, uh, again, um, uh, a big part of what they do at CrestedySports.com. Jude's going to join us on the show this week. That's this Thursday and every Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, and also then 6 o'clock is our first rebroadcast on Thursday night on LAE. 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Jude Young uh, joining us. We may have another guest uh, if I can get some confirmation, but right now it's going to be Jude and possibly one more. We'll let you know who that is when we know one way or the other. Thanks to Richie Mills for joining us in hour number one. Uh, Les East of CrestedySports.com will join us in hour number two. That'll happen about 5.30, 5 this afternoon. Hey, um, LSU Tennessee is the matchup uh, in the College World Series first round uh, for the Tigers, double elimination um, and then, of course, the uh, championship series is best two out of three. Um, Tennessee defeating Southern Miss. Uh, Texas falling to Stanford. Round out the, uh, uh, the field uh, for this year's uh, College World Series. Uh, in bracket one, it's Oral Roberts, TCU, Virginia, and Florida. Yesterday, they had bracket one as LSU and Wake Forest in that bracket. They've changed that now. Bracket two is now Stanford, Wake Forest, Tennessee, and LSU. Uh, so, look, it's a tough it, – it is a tough college world. Wake Forest is legit. Um, you know, you look at historically, um, you know, Florida, Stanford, Tennessee, really good programs. Uh, Oral Roberts has had a really good year this year, TCU, uh, Virginia. Uh, so, again, uh, no gimmies in this, in this field here. Uh, but LSU really playing their best baseball right now uh, of the season. Um, Again, how the hitting stands up against, uh, again, the uh, ballpark in Omaha, which is, again, a pitcher's park, is yet to be determined. And then, again, can LSU continue to have the strong pitching uh, that they have had, um, not just, again, with their starters, but also with their bullpen? Um, And, look, it's a little different because of the days off at, at Omaha. You know, you might be able to ski, see skeins a couple of times, maybe three times, okay, depending on, again, how far this team can go and depending if they can stay out of the loser's bracket or not. Um, but, again, we were, we were pleasantly, um, um, I don't want to say surprised, but, but we, were, we were happy to be able to see, you know, Floyd really kind of come back, heard, you know, the, again, Gidry, a guy that was a, uh, was, was going to pitch and then they weren't going to let him pitch. They're going to use him a, 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 as a, as a, uh, you know, a player in the field. And then now they, they use him as a, the closer, Riley Cooper, the Arizona transfer that came over with, with Jay Johnson, uh, Ackenhausen, uh, Herring, uh, you know, all these guys have combined to be able to, again, give LSU, uh, along with, again, Skeens, uh, uh, a formidable pitching, uh, uh, 
both bullpen and starting uh, uh, collection of, uh, of pitchers. So I think they have enough pitching to win it all if they pitch like they have over uh, since the regional. Now, not going to be at home, going to be in Omaha. Uh, it's going to feel a lot like home away from home with uh, all the LSU fans that travel to Omaha, whether LSU is there or not. LSU usually takes over over Omaha. Uh, but, again, um, really impressive in their sweep of Kentucky with, again, 14-0 being the first game, 8-3. to uh, And now in the first time since 2017, back in Omaha. Uh, this is, as I mentioned yesterday, um, Jay Johnson's, uh, third appearance in Omaha, two appearances with, with Arizona. He came up empty. Um, LSU, again, uh, really set the tone for Omaha. And I said this before, you know, Skip Bertman is the godfather of college baseball. Not just here in Louisiana, but across the nation. He proved to every single school that was out there that if you put the time and the money into a baseball program, it's going to make money. Not all of them make money like LSU, but it'll hold their own. And there is a prize at the end, and that's the College World Series, which, which again, is, you know, again, turned into an event. It's an event now, right? NBA playoffs, NBA finals are over. Everybody's concentrating on co- the, the, the college baseball season right now until hockey is done. And, uh, and, then, and then you're looking at what? Uh, then we look at the second half of college uh, of professional baseball after July 4th when the pennant races really pick up. But this is this is this is the focus of sports right now. This and again, you know, obviously the Stanley Cup Finals. LSU did it one at 91, 93, 96, 97, 2000, and 09. It's been it's been a drought. It's been a drought. But they got Wake Forest in that bracket, man, and that ain't no joke. Okay, uh, Tom Walter. Again, everybody in New Orleans loves him from his time at UNO. Uh, he's proven to be an, an excellent recruiter and a great coach. And LSU's gonna have the hands full. And look, look, there's a there's a true hatred. Between LSU and Tennessee baseball, okay, uh, you know, talk, you know, talk, 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 talk. Uh, you know, uh, starts with their manager, their coach, all the way down. Uh, so again, we'll see again how this plays out. Plus, again, you're looking at two teams that know each other again. SEC, Wisconsin reports, they know each other. So we'll see again. Ultimately, what 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 happens here? But LSU will take on Tennessee Saturday, 6 p.m. That's an ESPN um, uh, game. Obviously, you know they were going to put them in prime time uh, because LSU is a draw when it comes to again Omaha in the College World Series. Saints mini camp started today all the way through Thursday. I was glad to see Taysom Hill taking some snaps at quarterback. I really find it hard to believe to have a talent like that. Uh, where you know whether he's playing the quarterback power, whether you're running out the backfield, using his ability to run after the catch, uh, to not have him in a position where he gets the football in his hand um, uh, would be would be ludicrous on the part of this team to put him in the tight end position and leave him there. And again, there needs to be, you know, he's, he has no position at this point. Uh, full participation at, at today's, um, um, full attendance, pardon me, at today's uh, mini camp. We'll find out more a little bit later on in the program uh, about that. But again, this is the closest thing you get to training camp. There'll be six weeks off after this. Late July, the Saints will, re- will re- reconvene. This is the time, again, where the team comes together for the last time. But also, uh, over the next six weeks, it can't be I'm heading to Europe and partying. Okay, I'm getting my last vacation in with the family. It's also got to be I'm going to get my last vacation in with the family or I'm heading to be able to again, if I'm a single man, uh, out to enjoy myself. But you also got to be working out. You also got to be getting ready for the season. You know, every, the expectations are high for this team this year. 
and rightly so. When you look at the schedule, the way the schedule uh, plays out, you know, again, I'm, I'm one that doesn't buy into all that because we never know what a team's going to be. They go to worst to first every year in the NFL. But on paper, the Saints look like, again, the class of the NFC South and, again, have a schedule that could put them in the playoffs. they got to stay healthy. They got to stop the self-inflicted wounds. What has dogged this team again the last few years? The offensive line and defensive lines have to be stopped. We shall see. We shall see. To me, the biggest uh, the biggest indicator of how far this team is going to go is when they take on the Chargers in Los Angeles, uh, not just in the preseason game, but again in, in, in the controlled workouts, and then Houston. The same thing when they take on the Texans. Those are when we're going to find out a lot about the New Orleans Saints. In this in this off season and preseason and training camp, so we'll see how this goes. I do want to shift gears though? Uh, I want to talk a bit about blight. And I was watching the news on all stations last night. And of course, top of the news is the Lindy Boggs uh, blighted hospital site that's been there since Katrina. I lived in Mid City. Uh, my, my exercise uh, program took me right past that 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 blighted property every single day. Okay. Um, when is enough is an, when is enough enough in New Orleans? That's 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 got to be the question here. And I want to talk about developers first, because we've been bamboozled by so many developers that are waiting on a federal handout to put a building back into commerce. Okay, Plaza Tower, Naval Complex in the Bywater, Lindy Boggs Hospital that I just mentioned, the uh, the, the Six Flags site out in New Orleans East. What do all of these all of these properties have in common? Okay. Well, they've been rotting for decades, while rich developers wait for federal funding to finance their projects. Okay? That's what it is. Waiting for federal funding. So, again, waiting for our tax dollars, okay, through federal funding to finance a project that will make them millions. They don't want to take the chance on the project with their own money. They want the federal government, the state government, the city government to kick in Okay, to help them put the put the project back in the commerce. Maybe that was something that was good decades ago, where you could say there wasn't a lot of blight, and maybe you want to get this one off 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 the off the books here in New Orleans. We got so much blight, okay, and this type of blight, this institutional type of blight, where you're talking about major swaths of land that are blighted because of neglect, because of waiting on a federal handout, okay, is unacceptable, unacceptable. Okay, who are the losers? Okay, when when you have to deal with major blight, it's the neighbors, it's the people of the city. Look, we've been talking about this program now since Katrina. You got to, if you're the city of New Orleans, if you're the state of Louisiana, and I understand we're a heavy property rights city and state, and we should be, but there has to be a caveat to the laws that allow again that govern blight. It's been almost 19 years since Katrina, and almost every neighborhood in this city, there's post-Katrina blight still today. Unacceptable, okay? It has to, it has to end, okay? If a property owner has not put their property back into commerce by now, it needs to be torn down, period. Make it a lot. Do what you got to do with it. Make it a park. I don't care what you got to do at this point. It's got to go. It has to end, Okay? It has to end. It just has to. Okay? Let me just say this. A property owner's rights end when they infringe on your rights as a property owner. Okay? All right? Why should a property owner or developer be allowed to let a property rot and and affect the property value and quality of life of those who live near the blight? 
Why should that be allowed to continue to happen? The other properties that keep uh, the other owners of the property that keep their property up, they're paying their insurance, they're cutting their grass, they're keeping their properties uh, again uh, up. But yet again, someone walks away from a property for 19 years, and, and the city can do nothing about it. I got a friend, a very good friend, that's one of the top people over at Safety and Permits in the city and has been there for decades, okay? I hear it all the time, how their hands are tied. They can find, they can put the, the, the notices up, but they can, they can adjudicate it. Rarely anything gets done because, again, the property, the way property rights are protected under Louisiana law, under Louisiana law. Something has to change. Yes, we have to have stronger blight, blight laws that hold property owners and developers accountable for allowing their properties to fall into a state of blight. As I mentioned, fines don't work. Court mandates don't work. Only the bulldozers and the wrecking ball can solve the out-of-control blight problem in New Orleans. So when are we going to find elected officials, mayor, council member, governor, state legislators, state senators, House representatives, that have the guts, that are willing to put up the political capital, okay, to challenge Louisiana property rights laws and eradicate the blight. I mean, the Six Flags site is an embarrassment. And then to find out that, the, again, the, the developers don't have, a, don't have a pot that you know what in, right? That they, they are sitting around waiting for the city and state and federal government to kick in money so they can get started. They don't have financing. I mean, they throw out this elaborate plan of what they want to do with the property. And again, they don't, they don't have the financing to do it. And if you ain't got the financing, you ain't got nothing. I got a dream, too. I don't have the financing. I can't get it done. It's either that or go into my deep pockets and get it, right? Are these developers doing to do that? I'm watching the developers sit up there last night from Woodward, Woodward, Wood, uh, 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 I think it was Woodward, telling the people of Mid-City once again, with this, again, this blighted property that has been a, a scourge on Mid-City for 19 years, that he's going to try to close it up, that if you could tell me how to get rid, of, get rid of graffiti, I'll get rid of it. Man, look, at this point, if you can't get it done, it needs to be torn down. Make it a park. Make whatever you need. It needs to be torn down. It's an eyesore. It's no different than the Plaza Tower. It should have been imploded years ago. Yes, it would be great to turn it into senior living or, again, uh, uh, again workforce housing. Who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Look at that beautiful property that was given to the city, the naval installation down in the bywater. Handed over to the city in pristine condition, it's now blighted and falling apart. And every one of these million-dollar, billion-dollar developers, okay, who are sitting around waiting out for a handout from the city, the state, and the federal government to get the job done, to get the financing done for the property. Look, again. Go get the financing through your private bank that I'm sure you've got a lot of, uh, a lot of skins on the wall with. Okay? You've got a lot of money in that bank. And leverage yourself. But don't put the citizens of this city, don't put our city in a position where we've got to deal with this, again, sprawling brow because, uh, blight. Because why? Because you're not. You're not ready to take the chance with your own money to be able to, be able to, to redevelop the property. Just throw another sign up there of another developer. Okay, well, if it doesn't get done, we're going to sell it. Sell it to who? To the next guy who's going to sit around and try to get the financing through the federal government? I mean, it's just a, it's a handout, ladies and gentlemen. It's corporate welfare. 
And those developers, man, they're not missing a meal. Their house, they're, they're living in a nice neighborhood. They don't have to blight their neighborhood, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. So this comes down, down to the disconnect between government and what should be the right thing to do when it comes to properties. Or anything. Look, your rights end when you infringe on mine. Okay? My rights end when I infringe on yours. And I'm one of these guys, again, live and let live. Okay? But there comes a time when enough is enough. I mean, we got the plaza tower with a diaper around it in the skyline of the city of New Orleans. I mean, a diaper around a building. The Six Flags graveyard has been there since Katrina. Why we didn't, again, take our chances when we had the money early and be, and be able to eradicate that place, level it to the ground, and start all over. Get rid of the rides. I, I used to hear, well, they're, the, the rides mean the, the rides can be saved. Let me ask you something, ladies and gentlemen. You putting your kid on a rusted ride from 19 years after Katrina? You doing that? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not putting my grandkids. I'm not putting my friends. Are you kidding me? That's the biggest load of you-know-what that I've ever heard. Should have been leveled after Katrina. Nobody's buying that stuff and re, 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 uh, repurposing it. Are you kidding me? It's scrap metal. It's pathetic. Meanwhile, good people continue to, again, reinvest in this city. They reinvest in their businesses, most of these small businesses. Good people, again, continue to be able to try to keep their properties up. Meanwhile, you got to worry about the swimming pool, which has been which has been abandoned for 19 years. The property is full of rats and termites, and again, you're trying to be able to keep them away from your property line. Are you kidding me? And all we keep getting is again the same runaround over and over again. Well, you know, we only could do so much because of the way the laws all Louisiana property rights. When is the property rights going to look again? Uh, going to be favorable to again those that take care of their properties? and eradicate the blight within the neighborhood. And especially this big sprawling blight of, again, these developers who are nothing more than, again, corporate, well, I'm sorry, uh, government welfare, welfare takers, okay? That's all it is. Uh, I'm going to finance stuff. Look, give me the government finance. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Not, not willing to reach in their pockets to spend their own money, though. Oh, they spent their money to buy the property. Okay, they did. But now they're waiting on the government to bail them out. It's got to end, ladies and gentlemen. Too much blight in this town. And it's a lot of it is institutional blight. When you talk about major swaths of land that, that could be made into parks, anything at this point, rather than, again, the blight that continues that harbors drug dealing, drug addicts. Uh, they were talking about, again, a, a bike chop shop at the, at the, at the Lindy Vox facility. People, li- li- homeless, living, in, the, living in, the, in, in, the, in these buildings. Come on, man. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. All right. I want to remind everybody about my good friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Um, and I've been telling you about Acadian Custom Shutters the, the, their, their, their shutter uh, division for a long time. First, let me just say this. Got another sale going on right now. Up to 15% off interior poly plantation shutters. Up to 10% off aluminum patio covers. Uh, again, all you got to do is go to AcadianShutters.com uh, and their new and improved website for information on sales and all special offers on all products, right? But I want to talk to you today about uh, your outdoor living space. Um, 
If you're looking to maximize and beautify that outdoor living space, my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters have you covered, man. 985-893-3119. Look, they do it all. Exterior roller shades, in, uh, in, interior roller shades, screen enclosures. Uh, you're talking about motorized interior, exterior roller shades, awnings, patio covers. I mean, if you're looking to enhance an outdoor space, you got a vision. You walk outside, you go, oh, man, I, I really need to upgrade this, right? Uh, call the experienced crews over at Acadian Custom Shutters. They're only using American-made, locally sourced quality products. Before you build that outdoor kitchen or you start the work, look, let my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters come out, sit down with you with their design team, and imagine the possibilities. They have so many opera options for you to be able to build out that backyard to make it an oasis, a place where you can go and you know kind of just chill out, where you can entertain. I mean, they, they have so many options for you. Look, serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, they are never over-promise. They always over-deliver. And they, they, they can make that outdoor living space something you'll be proud of. So, again, call my friends at, at uh, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. AcadianCustomShutters.com is where you can find out, uh, again, all, everything that they, that they have in stock for you. Uh, they have free in-home estimates. Uh, their crews are experts. Again, when it comes to outdoor living uh, spaces, they've been doing it since 1995. And, of course, right now, up to 15% off of, uh, again, interior poly plantation shutters and up to 10% off aluminum patio covers. Enhance that outdoor space and do it with my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters. It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Less East of CrestedySports.com is next. Don't move. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by STEM. Humans can do a lot of amazing things. Fighting bugs? Ew, a bug, get it. Isn't one of them. STEM is powered by active ingredients found in plants to fight off bugs safely and effectively when used as directed. STEM, rooted in nature, optimized by science. Good evening. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we dip through downtown Crescent City Connection going eastbound near Camp Street. Well, look out for an accident. We have the left lane blocked. Uh, you'll see we have stop and go traffic if you're coming from Whitney Avenue. Also, keep in mind, we have the rest area closed. Interstate 59 going northbound at the Mississippi-Louisiana state line. Also, as we travel Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, watch out for an earlier accident right there at South Claiborne Ave with traffic. I'm Jones. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 
467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. They sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air-conditioned heating system. Here's some of the benefits. Look, they make it so easy for you. They're going to call you and schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your air-conditioned heating system. We know that your AC and heat can, can um, heater can work up to 2,000 hours in one year, and probably more when you're talking about AC, again, year-round in this city, right? Uh, if you need emergency service, you move up to the front of the line of service, okay? You get 10% discount on that demand emergency service. And because Burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your AC system and your heating system, it's going to prolong that equipment life, and that, again, that equipment is going to work safely. It is a win, win, win. None of us, all of us are thinking always event about, man, getting the AC guy to come out and, and tune up the system before we, um, uh, before the uh, summer months, or again, before before the, the, the winter hits, before you're getting the heater checked. Burkhardt does does the the uh, um, contacting for you. Again, they remind you. So, again, uh, get that service agreement like I have with Burkhardt, and believe me, you'll never have to worry another another minute about your AC or heating system because Burkhardt will be there to be able to make sure again that it's working and operating correctly for you. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, joining us in the program now, uh, accomplished author, uh, one of the best that we have in terms of, again, sports reporters, sports writers. Um, I just think the world of him, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's one of the best. Always, again, opinionated uh, and always, again, versed on what he's talking about. He's Les East of CrestCitySports.com. Les, welcome to the show, bud. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Always. And before we get started, it is that time of year where folks are doing a little traveling. They're going to be looking for maybe that book on that plane, maybe on the beach, hanging in the airport. Tell about your great book. 
Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's called uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a novel about politics and the media and sports, and uh, folks can find it um, at all the major online platforms, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, etc. And uh, I think it's a fairly quick, breezy read. And and an interesting read as well, and that's another thing. Again, you're not you're not wasting your time. Really, it's an interesting read. I think everybody will enjoy it if they if they uh, they take a, they take a look. But thanks, and I, I think it was uh, relevant to the times uh, when True. it was published nearly two years ago. And I think in our current political climate, as we're about to enter another presidential cycle, I think it yes. remains relevant. I agree, 100%. Let's, let's start with minicamp today. You were there. Uh, just your impressions on what you saw. Well, it was extremely hot, which is uh, by far is I think, the hottest day right? of yeah. the off-season workouts that they've had. And uh, But I, I don't think that uh, affected the workout in any way. If, if anything, it was probably helpful to get the guys uh, to break a sweat out here, uh, lots of water breaks, uh, breezy, which you can probably hear is kind of breezy out here in the parking lot right now. Sure. Um, but uh, it was good work. You know, they had everybody on hand. Uh, in fact, I've po- already posted a story at CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, it covers all the, the details from today. But the, the main guys who were added to the equation today were Alvin Kamara and Marshawn Lattimore and Taysom Hill. Uh, they, they all participated. Uh, some guys are still limited or uh, staying off the field entirely while they rehab injuries, but uh, it's a mandatory uh, mini camp, and everybody was here, according to head coach Dennis Allen. Anyone stick out to you uh, during the drills today? No, I, I, I wouldn't single out anybody, um, you know, Earlier in the OTAs, Rashid Shahid was standing out. He's had probably one of the better off seasons from what we've been able to see, uh, which is just once a week. But uh, he missed last week, and uh, he wasn't out there today. He has a bit of a groin injury, um, so he wasn't out there. But, I mean, most of the attention in these types of drills, you know, seven-on-seven stuff, you you look at the skill players, and I think – the uh, communication and the um, the timing that Derek Carr is uh, acquiring with Chris Olave and now Michael Thomas and earlier with Shahid and the entire receiving core, I think is probably the thing that has stood out the most. Uh, you know, that's probably the area where the Saints have the potential to improve the most this year is in the passing game, and I think we've seen evidence that that's a realistic expectation in the OTAs and, again, today, even without Shahid out there. I read some of the um, comments by uh, some of the uh, media members that were out there about Taysom Hill and and his role. Why don't you uh, talk a little bit about what Taysom did today? Yeah, I think it's kind of what you're going to – See, during the season, Dennis Allen alluded to this after practice. He he took uh, snaps at the tight end position. He uh, ran some routes. Uh, he also was involved uh, from the quarterback position, including, you know, some RPO-type plays and, uh, you know, lined up on special teams uh, a few times as well. So, you know, that's kind of the role 
he has had since he's been here last year. They, they kind of put tight end into the equation a little bit more and, they're planning on doing the same thing this year. So we saw him moving, moving around quite a bit today uh, from group to group, as he has done in the past. And I, I think we're going to see uh, even more of that um, this year, uh, primarily a tight end and uh, quarterback. But we've also, of course, seen him on a, in a variety of special teams roles. What will you be concentrating on this week as you watch the last two practices of the week? Well, you know, the main I, the main thing is, you, first of all, that everybody's healthy. You don't want to lose anybody to injury during this period. And then I think it's just refining uh, what they've been doing up to this point. You want to see the, the passing game continue to click. You know, Mike Thomas showed up last week. Uh, I believe Tuesday was his first practice. So he and, and Carr have been on the field for a week now. And, and Thomas had one of the uh, more spectacular plays of the day with a one-handed catch today. So I think you want to see how, um, if, if you can see Thomas and Carr um, kind of getting into a, a rhythm where they, they can anticipate each other's moves a little bit more each day. And, and so we want to see how that progresses. Certainly want to keep an eye on Alvin Kamara. He was out here for the first time. You know, he looks like Alvin Kamara, but, you know, it, you always keep an eye on the most dynamic players on the field. You know, Marshawn Lattimore missed 10 games last year because of injuries. We continue to keep an eye on him. He looked like his old self out there. And then I think you always want to keep an eye on the draft choices and see how they're progressing so that they're they're ready to get into the rotation uh, when training camp comes when they should be much farther along mentally than they are at this point. Les SeasonPressSeasonSports.com is our guest. He also writes for Saturday Down South as well. LSU in the College World Series. They will take on Tennessee on Saturday in their first game. Uh, they are in the bracket um, uh, with with Wake Forest. Uh, also, uh, again, um, uh, Tennessee as well as uh, Stanford. Uh, they are in bracket two. Bracket one it consists of Oral Roberts, TCU, Virginia, and Florida. Uh, talk about the Tigers and this trip to Omaha. Well, you know, I think this is uh, one where there was probably a, a sigh of relief as much as there was a celebration because of the expectations have been so high for this team uh, really since January. And they, they kind of hit some bumps in the road at the end of the SEC season. And uh, there was a lot of concern, and we talked about it uh, before, you know, especially about the pitching staff. But, you know, they haven't lost a game in the postseason yet, and uh, the pitching staff has risen to the occasion, uh, both in the regional and the super regional. Uh, what we saw, you know, when they only got, uh, what, what did they get, four and, a, four and a third or three and a third out of Ty Floyd the other night? And the bullpen came in, didn't allow a run. Gavin Guidry, I think, has finished three games in the postseason out of the bullpen as a freshman. And so I think getting to Omaha, I think, will relieve a lot of pressure that was on this team because there was a lot of concern that that the, the pitching might prevent them from getting to Omaha, which would have been a huge disappointment. And now that they've gotten there, I think they'll be able to relax a little bit more and play loose. And, you know, I, 
I would have to say probably Wake Forest is the team to beat, but I think yes. after them, LSU has a as good a shot as anybody, and they're certainly capable of winning it. Yeah, I would agree with you, and I think, again, a lot of this, um, you know, maybe a little bit of a panic by uh, the fan base at the end of the SEC um, and the SEC season, but teams do go into a into little bit of slumps, and, and I, I think that, again, they've proven they got the pitchers on the staff. Now they're going to get a little bit more rest in between games now, so, again, that's going to help them as well. And look, one thing I've talked about this week is, and I, I think it's, it's part of what going to Omaha is now, right? It's a, it's a pitcher's park. So they've been hitting the cover off the baseball. Uh, they, they were very dynamic in terms of the bat rouge and the super regional in terms of hitting the ball out of, out of the box. Uh, again, hopefully that can continue as far as, again, uh, hitting the ball. But, again, it's, it's a much bigger park uh, than, than, than what the box is, and it's going to be a little bit tougher to get those home runs out. Yeah, I think that's one of the real uh, keys for, for LSU, and it is for every team. But LSU has had so much success, third most home runs in a season in school history. You know, I covered the 2013 team, I believe it was. Right. Went to Omaha as the number one national seed. They lasted about 36 hours, lost to UCLA, lost to North Carolina. But they only scored a couple of runs, two or three runs maybe, in those two games. Uh, that was a great hitting team with Mason Katz and Rafe Rimes and others. And uh, it, But playing in TD Ameritrade, they had a lot of long fly ball outs. But I think this team uh, with Dylan Cruz and, and Tommy White and, and the up and down the order, I just think they have a lot of Trey Morgan, who is fabulous in the Super Regional. I just think they have a lot of guys. You know, everybody sees the home runs, talks about the powers, power, but I think they have an awful lot of line drive hitters, and they're, they're going to have to. Uh, focus less on getting the ball over the wall and more on taking advantage of those power alleys and TD Ameritrade. And I think uh, they have the hitters to do that, and I think Jay Johnson is so meticulous in his preparation that I, I think they'll be prepared for the adjustment to that ballpark. I agree. All right, let, let, let's let's talk about the big rumor this week, and that is uh, Sham Sharania coming out saying that the Pelicans are looking to be able to move up to the second overall pick to try to be able to draft Scoot Henderson. Been a lot of talk that again, if there is going to be a deal done, Zion Williamson may be part of that deal. Uh, what are you hearing? What do you know? And then I want to know what your opinion is of, of the possibility of making that move. Well, I, I can't say that I have any inside information about who they might be discussing if they are serious about this, and I'm sure they're having some serious discussions. Um, everybody on the roster is going to enter the conversation at some point, but if you're talking about moving up that high in the draft, you're going to have to talk about the best players on your roster. So Zion Williamson and uh, Brandon Ingram, I'm sure those names are being discussed. Now, what exactly David Griffin is willing to do to move up, I'm not sure. I do know that he has privately expressed a great deal of enthusiasm for what Henderson can be as an NBA player. So I think there's genuine interest there. Uh, what exactly they might be uh, willing to do, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, Zion Williamson, you know, is such a fabulous talent when he's healthy. Uh, he has a chance to be a first team all NBA player, uh, perennially. 
for a long time to come if he can stay healthy and if he can stop making more headlines off the court than he makes on the court. And the, the whole social media thing that blew up last week uh, just did not help his image. It, it didn't do anything except distract from basketball, which has uh, been a common theme in his career. So I can understand why the Pelicans would be open to overtures about him. I can also understand why they'd be open to overtures about Brandon Ingram because when healthy, Zion Williamson is the better of the two players, the player you would want to build around if you could count on him physically. So, you know, I can understand them entertaining all these offers, but, boy, I would uh, have to think long and hard about getting rid of one of your two superstars and because you want to build around another very youthful player in Henderson who would come in and join the backcourt, and that would probably delay the progress of this roster as a whole by bringing in such a young player. And they're poised now with a healthy roster, I think, to make a pretty good run in the playoffs. And uh, I would hate to see them, you know, take a step back by putting so much into a, such a young player who is yet to play in the NBA. Yeah, I think there's a lot of merit in what you say. I mean, I had a monologue on it today and yesterday. Uh, you know, again, it comes down to, again, are, are, the, are the Pelicans done with Zion? Have they seen enough with his immaturity, his lack of attention to, again, being a professional, uh, getting out of shape, the, again, the off-the-court uh, shenanigans, everything that's going on to see, again, that he's getting ready to start a five-year, $230 million max deal and is now the time to be able to move on from a, from a guy that at least at, – at least uh, up to this point, has not shown the maturity nor the support system that we were told he had, again, to, to be a professional. And, and, and you don't give up on a quote-unquote once-a-generational player unless you feel that looking forward, based on what you've seen so far, is things are not going to get better, that he's not going to grow up, and he's not going to be the player that, again, everybody thought he was going to be. Yeah, it's a really uh, difficult uh, situation they're in. Um, you, you have him locked up for the next five years at a, at a king's ransom. Uh, but again, there's no turning back. If you say we're done with him, we're going to move him. He turns what 23 next month. You're going to say we're going to give up on him at this point in his career and trade him away with the risk of seeing him be a 12-time All-Star somewhere else, right. perhaps, if he's able to get his act together and stay healthy. So, uh, I, you know, you got to think long and hard about that, and, and I understand why they would do that. Uh, but, boy, you got to be sure that it's not going to work here and that you're getting maximum value for him in a trade. And because of the baggage, mostly the health, but also the off-the-court stuff. Right. I just don't know what kind of return you, you can count on. You almost, and look, this is just me speaking. You almost have to wait one more season. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you almost have to see, okay, what's he going to do this year with everything that happened off the court? Is he going to be focused this year? Is he going to be the player that we saw the glimpse of this past year? Or is this going to be just, again, another chapter of what we've seen so far? And then it comes to the point of, 
what can you get for him? I mean, the other general managers have to go to their owners and say, we want to trade this for Zion and his max deal. Why? Okay, so this is a big deal for both franchises when you start making a type of deal like this. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think you have to look at a few factors here. Okay, he's he's had part of one season under Willie Green, who's look looks like he might be a budding star as a head coach in the NBA. So, are, are you sure that Willie Green's not going to be able to coax the maximum out of this guy if he's healthy? Uh, their big three played together, I believe, in ten games last season. Right. So we don't really know. Uh, the ceiling's very high for this group if they're healthy, but we haven't been able to see it very much. And so I think uh, unless somebody just knocks your socks off with an offer, I think you have to consider giving him another year and, you know, you know, having a come-to-Jesus moment during the off season and, and mm-hmm. let him know this is it. You have to, you have to be available to us. You have to do everything that's expected of a professional basketball player, making the money that we're paying you, or we're, we're going to have to look seriously at moving on. And now, as far as the off the court stuff, I think we do need to keep in mind if Zion Williamson plays in 60 games last year, the way he played in the games he was available this year, no one's going to talk about social media. The basketball stuff will just drown out any of the other noise. Agreed. And then, then look again. Look, he's not the only player going to a strip club. He's not the only player hanging out with strippers. Again, the, the, the difference is, can you be a pro? Can you get your job done? And that's some of the things that C.J. McCollum was, kind of, I think, trying to tell us. There's immaturity on this team with these young players, and they need to grow up. Now, is this the offseason they grow up? If not, if you're David Griffin, do you really want to bring on another 19-year-old? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. You know, if you're trying to, you know, bringing in C.J. McCollum is the type of move yes. that, that you would hope would help with the maturation process, not only of Zion, but of other players and of the team as a, as a group. You know, bringing in a guy who's played one year in the G League isn't going to help that situation at all. It's probably going to exacerbate it. And that's why I, I sort of talked about taking a step back in terms of, you know, if you get rid of a 22-year, soon-to-be 23-year-old, or if you get rid of Brandon Ingram, who I think is, what, 26, yep. uh, you know, to bring in, what, what's Henderson, 19 or 20? 19. So, yeah, I'm not sure that makes a whole lot of sense. So, I, you know, I agree with you about, I, I think... Unless somebody knocks their socks off with an offer, I, I think you you got to look at giving this another year. But you also have to look internally and see what, as an organization, you can do to improve your chances of getting the commitment and the professionalism out of Zion that that's been lacking thus far. Hundred percent agree. As always, I appreciate your time. I got thirty seconds left. Tell the folks about CrestedSports dot com. How folks can follow you on social media and your great book. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, the book again: Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. Uh, you can just Google the title and find it that way. Uh, CrescentCitySports dot com. I'll, I have a couple of more stories from the mini camp this week, and then a series of stories leading up to training camp, and of course LSU stuff. I, Dylan Cruz uh, story going up on SaturdayDownSouth.com uh, sometime tomorrow. And on uh, you, Twitter f- at last underscore East. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate your time as always. We'll check in with you soon. Thanks, Eric.
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You come home tonight, AC's not working. You call Burkhardt. They're going to send a truck out with an, with an A-certified technician. Going to get you up and rolling. Never gouge you, never cheat you. Only doing the work that's necessary. I've trusted them for three decades. You could trust them as well. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Father's Day. Yeah, I may have procrastinated a bit on getting my dad a gift. Honestly, same. But Kohl's saved the day. I found great gifts my dad will love every day, like Nike Athleisure, stylish shirts, some grilling go-tos. Wow, your dad is one lucky guy. What can I say? He raised a smart kid. Wait, where are you going? Off to Kohl's to make my dad proud. See store or kohls.com for details. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Nacho fries just got even better with steak chili verde fries. These fries are packed with grilled steak and covered in spicy verde sauce with kicks of jalapeno and lime. Try them first, only at Taco Bell. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last.
Good evening. Let's check back with your traffic and see how things are moving out there on your roadway. Well, as we dip through downtown, Crescent City Connection going eastbound near Camp Street. Watch out for an accident. We actually have the left lane blocked and it's causing stop and go traffic if you're coming in from Whitney Avenue. Watch out for that accident in the left lane. Also, be mindful of that rest area closed, 59 northbound, uh, right there at the Mississippi, Louisiana state line. We have the rest area closed. I'll keep you up to date with the latest traffic from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation service traffic center i'm jones all right folks that's it for me thanks so much for tuning in I want to thank our guest uh les east uh of crestedysports.com and also richie mills of channel 26 rudy back in studio uh producing our program all the great sponsors sponsor our program go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor sponsor our program and uh, we appreciate each and one of those sponsors and of course you listening to the program supporting our sponsors thanks so much for being there for us uh coming up next it's all access with jude young keep it right here on 106.1 fm my name is eric asher have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow, straight up six, straight up four o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. From the dog catcher the governor. That includes the man. They all gotta go.